Hi everyone, and welcome to Perilous Pursuits. I'm GoGoDM, and this series is an audio recording of our adventures in D&D, and specifically our first campaign, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Spoiler warnings that we will be revealing key plot points in the Dragon Heist adventure, and that certain situations and language may not be suitable for younger audiences. And now, let's continue on with the next episode of our adventurers' parties, Perilous Pursuits. You guys uh, were able to get a stone at the docks of Mistshore. Mm-hmm. And you're standing... Uh, no, you guys went home uh, went to Trollskull Alley. And you had a 12-hour sleep. Uh, you woke up, a nice big breakfast. And uh, Luke... Um, Lucan, you had a uh, the stone, and it seemed to attune to you, mm-hmm. and it showed you a location of an old tower. Uh, where was it? I, th- I think I said it was in the. It was in the dock ward as well. Uh, so you. With this stone in your possession, you would understand where it is. I would. You would understand where this uh, tower is. Okay. So it's uh, morning or afternoon because you guys had a long sleep. It's probably like three in the afternoon, actually. Uh, you guys are uh, sitting around the table eating some grub. What would you like to do? How's your sleep? Does everyone uh, feel a little bit higher up in the world? A little more experienced? Definitely. (laughs) I feel so much better after that long rest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's been a while since I got to even sleep. Yeah, that was a long in. night. Definitely a long night. I think I spent half the night wringing my clothes out. <laughs> Are you there, Mike? I can barely hear you. Yeah, I probably spent the half the night wringing my clothing out. Yeah, you were uh, all wet. So, yeah, three in the afternoon. Uh, you have this stone. Uh, it seems to be the exact description of what the stone of galore is it's got three black eyes in this gray ovoid rock and it seems to have attuned to lucan giving him the location of a tower in the dock ward okay so um guys i know where the the tower is uh, is everyone ready to go there now, or do you want to maybe hit hit the market on the way? I haven't really made any money to spend. So. <laughs> uh, what about uh, visiting the temple? You want to go uh, do some prayers at the temple? I guess that that would make sense. <laughs> Which uh, temple were you going to go to? Uh, I'm a priest of Coralon, so Coralon. I would assume Coralon. Okay. You guys could head that way. 
Yeah, that's when we first arrived in Waterdeep, we uh, visited the temple. I think it's time that we uh, go visit them again. Yeah, so it's off in the castle ward if you want to head that way and head towards the castle. Castle, or the temple. Uh, it's a pretty busy day. Uh, it's overcast, but it's not raining. Is is uh, Hatch and Revy going to come with us, or are they going to do their own thing? Yeah, we might as well go with you. Revy? Sorry, yeah, I'm still here. What was that? Yeah, I was thinking uh, we're, if we're going into uh, to explore this t- old tower in the dock ward, we might yes. want to like replenish on some potions or supplies or... Oh, but, so, uh, first so thing, we, uh, we want to buy stuff, do... is, is what you're saying. We want to buy things. Well, um, you're the one with the money. Yep. <laughs> and Revenant, money, buddy. I'm going to give you an option of either going shopping with them or you can do a training session. It's up to you. Uh, I will leave them the money and I'll do a training session. Okay. So you'll head up off to uh, see Halam on the Mount Waterdeep and you just gave him all your money? Well, it's not my money, it's our money. Yeah. Hey, how much? Oh, yeah, sorry. I guess you guys uh, can't see my character sheet. <laughs> no, sir. Um, 1365 gold and 268 silver. 268 silver. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, in, in that case... uh. We'll go over to the Temple of Corlon. Okay, uh, you you get over to the uh, beautiful temple. Uh, it kind of even in this overcast day, it just almost seems to gleam. Uh, spires and windows and big arched doors, and you guys kind of climb the steps and are greeted by a uh, a priest there, and you're uh, he he. he Lifts his arm to welcome you into the temple. In the meantime, it's only been a few days, hasn't it? Um, well, we spent time in Blue Alley. Yeah, How I think it's been... That was at least three I'd days. say it's a couple weeks, because I think there was some downtime, too. If I remember, I can't remember. I don't know. We'll say a week. All right. At least a week. So, uh, is there like a, a, a mass or a service going on or something uh, you, happening right now? You do see, uh, there's a couple of priests, uh, working on like lighting candles and you do see a high priest at the altar. He's just reading a book. Okay. I'm going to, uh, make a donation to the temple. I have oh, no here. so, uh, a priest walks up to you. He kind of sees what you're doing and he says, uh, the high priest Talor, he'll he'll take any donations. Okay, well, I'll give him fifty gold. Fifty gold. Wow. Uh, so this high priest looks up as you you approach him with the coin, and you I guess you put it on the on the altar there, and he goes, "Oh, thank you, thank you, my son." And the uh, Coralon appreciates the all the help to support the temple. Okay, I I'll match that. And he just lifts his, his eyebrows and says, Wow, it's, it is much appreciated. If uh, you guys I'll turn need anything I'll, from I'll... us, you come back and let us know. Is there anything I can do I'll... for you? 
I'll turn and I'll hand a little pouch of money to Hatch. I don't know if he's got any spending money. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so Just I'll milk. hand you a little, uh, uh, I don't know, satchel or uh, just a baggie of gold. Hey, thanks. My allowance. <laughs> yeah, that's your allowance. <laughs> and Hatch just throws it at the altar. Clatters all over the marble Let's make floor. a large donation of 1,365 gold and 268 <laughs> oh, oh, oh. silver. <laughs> I'm not handing you all of it. I'm handing you a little. <laughs> <laughs> all right, how much? <laughs> Everyone is really impressed that Hatch could count that high. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it has 50 gold in it. Okay. No large donation. And, and, and well, you, you see, you see Lucan pretty... tug at your shoulder because you were admiring the big arch doors at the front. They're huge. Yeah. What do they look like? They they look like they're made out of a adamantium, actually. Holy, that's amazing. Yeah. They look strong and carved. Yeah, Waste should be made. Make some armor out of that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. You could Wouldn't probably you could probably create armor for a dragon out of how big these doors are. Oh man! Get some iron for Zella Farm. There you go. <laughs> what are you doing with your gold there, Hatch? Uh, gonna put it in my pocket. Okay. Or, yeah, yeah, just in my pocket. Or the, maybe uh, I'll uh, the, maybe the, I'll hang it off a pouch in my belt. The high pr- the high priest <laughs> looks at uh, Lucan and uh, Erdan as they they uh, you know donate gold and. He sees gold handed to you and he kind of looks at you quietly. Oh, this is specifically for donating. Okay, so it wasn't really Watch. an allowance. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not saying anything. He's just was wondering what was going on. Okay, I'll uh, I'll I'll donate it. <laughs> All of it? Uh... <laughs> All of it. <laughs> so easy to take your money. How much is everyone else donating? Hatch doesn't know the <laughs> etiquette for donations. Well, I gave him 50 gold, but I'm a priest of this organization, so it's kind of like in my. Okay, I'll I'll give him 20 to just. Give him gold. Yeah, I'll give him 20 just to. My not... God. Yeah. Plus, he, he is he is an elven god, like specifically for the elves. Uh, dude, so... give him give him a nickel, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Toss a penny to your Witcher. An electrum. An electrum piece. <laughs> Guys, how much do I give? Whatever you feel like, my son. <laughs> the high priest is okay. trying not to laugh. He's smirking. Ten gold. Ten gold. Hey, thank you. Hatch knows how to bargain with himself. Thank you, my large friend. Bless, bless your donation. Thank you, sir. He looks over at Revy. Am I there? Oh no, you're you're yeah, you're training. You're going up the mountain. That's yeah, right. I'm not. I'm not giving him nickel anything. <laughs> so he walks over to a uh, a side table and he pulls this kind of beautiful beautiful oak kind of box chest and he kind of brings it over to the altar and he opens it up and he hands uh, you Erdan a vial and it is a uh, a potion of greater healing. So oh. thank you for and hopefully this comes in. Uh, comes to help you when in a, in a time of need. Thank you for your donation. Thank you. I'd like to ask uh, or address the, the high priest and ask him about uh, do you know anything about the uh, old tower in the dock ward? Uh, well, there's many towers in the dock ward. 
Uh, do you know which one specifically? I will when I get there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he says it's it's kind of a little bit run down area, um, but there are there are some towers there, some in disrepair. Okay. Uh, you actually know that that is a converted windmill. The one that I'm looking for. Yeah, it was a t it's a tower, but it actually was a windmill at one point. Okay, so if if I describe that to the priest, does it does it does he recognize what that is, or he's heard of it, or does it give him some idea? Yeah, a windmill. Um, that actually rings a bell. I do know. Um, Hmm. There is a uh, person I know. What is his name again? He's trying to remember. Uh, let's see. Uh, Vosper. Vosper Holmdrag. He's a. Uh, he's actually a priest, not of. Uh, not of Coralon, but uh, he has actually never told me what what religion he is. But he has come by, and we've discussed some things. He's asked more some questions about Coralon, but that apparently bastard. he lives in one of the rooms uh, at that old converted windmill. Vaspar. Okay. Vaspar. So we're going to go and uh, visit him. Is there anything that you would like? you know, a message you want us to take to him, or? Well, he's always looking for some paints. Uh, and he looks down and, and finds a, uh, a, a squire, and he, he asks him to bring, bring the paints. And the squire runs off, and he brings back a little chest. Uh, it's full of paints. He says, for some reason, Vaspar is always asking for paints. He's, he's always asking where he can buy some, where's the best price. So I, I, I got these as a gift for him. You can you can give him these paints. Okay. I'll take them. Alright. What else can I do for you? We were just here to pay our respects to our lord. Oh, well yeah. feel feel free to stay as long as you'd like. And he uh, goes back to his reading. Okay. I think I think that we would stay for like an hour or something, and yeah, at least Erdan and I will pray. I don't know if Hatch will be bouncing off the walls or. <laughs> Hatch, know, we'll is there anything you wanted to daycare. do while they're uh, praying? You're just kind of you look a little uncomfortable. Like, what do you do? Yeah, is there a shop nearby that I can buy some javelins? Uh yeah, there's there's shops all around here. Uh, you can right on. Find I want to go and or... see how much uh, javelins are. Javelin. All right. I don't, uh, I don't think they sell them at the uh, the uh, church gift shop here. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably uh, not. Yeah. So you walk into an armor and this uh, this kind of rugged uh, human guy. He's got like a long ponytail behind him, but a bald spot on top. And he's at the counter and he's looks up and sees you. And says, "What can I help you with?" Hey there, friend. I was wondering how much javelins cost. Oh, these javelins. Yeah, I've I've got uh, five here. Um, All right. I'll I'll sell them to you for ten silver each. Five. So 
that's one gold each. Silver each. One gold each. Hatch debates this. Okay. So five gold. <laughs> I'll mark it down. All right. You got five javelins. Do I see anything else that looks cool in there? Uh, roll an investigation. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's my best. Uh, let's see. A nine. A nine. Uh, you're looking at the door, and it's just a little bit off. It's not oh no! It's just like slightly at an angle. Slightly at an angle, and he, the guy at the counter is looking at you, like wondering what you're looking at his door for. <laughs> hey, your you, your door there is uh, it's, it's not uh, it's not right. It keeps out the pests. Works good. Can I can I straighten it out for you? Uh, no. Can I, can I please? And I'm gonna give him hatch eyes. Are you gonna try to intimidate him? Uh, <laughs> or persuade him? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm gonna try and persuade him nicely. All right, roll a persuasion. Uh, just a twelve. Yeah, he goes. No, it's, I don't want you messing with my door. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, have a nice day. And Hatch is going to exit as quickly as he can while trying to avert his gaze from the door. And for the rest of the day, you're going to have this thought in your head. OCD. Oh, no. <laughs> Disadvantage on intelligence checks? Disadvantage maybe? on all, every intelligence check, yeah, for the day. <laughs> it just bugs oh, the hell no. out of you. Not that you really do intelligence checks too often. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's just bugging you. Um, it's like an itch that I can't scratch. There you go. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to look for? Uh, no. That was pretty much it. All right. Well, you could wander back to the, uh, um, back back to the temple if you want. And uh, yeah, you guys I'll, are I'll do you've that. been there for an hour praying, and Hatch is just kind of standing around out on the front steps. With uh, five new shiny javelins. Uh, is the the high priest still there, or? Yeah, he's he's just in study at the altar, reading a, an old tome. Okay. Well, since I have have some rapport with him, and he's the one who um, gave Erdan uh, the healing spell or a healing potion, I'm gonna ask if there are any other uh, shops, or if he knows where I can get my hands on a healing potion. Oh, he says you just down the street. There's every type of shop you'd want. Uh, just if you go left, there's a there is a a herb and potion shop that sure. you could uh, go to. Okay, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go there. Okay. And you walk into this uh, herbalist shop, and uh, you see potions of all different types in there. Uh, I'm looking for some high-quality healing potions. I was told that you sell them here. Uh, yeah. Um, what, what kind of uh, healing potions are you looking for? And uh, you know, we we've got all different types. What uh, what would you like? Something that um. 
you know, really got some pep to it. For healing? Yes. All right. Uh, let's see. And he kind of goes in the back and he's just looking around. Pepto-Bismol healing? <laughs> That's right. That'd be for Tack. Uh... Comes out with a bubblegum orange healing potion. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's got the, the fizz rocks in it. <laughs> Magic beads. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, he says, well, I've got a really nice uh, healing potion. It's I've been working on it for a few months now. Uh, it's very potent. Um... And he pulls out this, this this vial, and he says, "This this here is a supreme healing potion." Whoa! It's it's pretty rare. I only have one of these. Yeah, this is probably the peppiest it... I have. Yeah. How much does it sell for? Uh, it's gonna go for about fifteen hundred gold. Holy yeah. <laughs> uh, but how much? You drink, you drink this, and you'll feel brand new. I gotta go <laughs> get something to drink myself. <laughs> he, say, for... he says, "I have, I have other ones too." Well, just half of that one. How about half of that one? Okay, so he says, "I have a superior healing potion, or a greater healing potion, or just a healing potion." So, a superior healing potion is four hundred and fifty gold. A greater healing potion is one hundred and fifty, and a regular <laughs> healing potion is fifty. Okay. How many would you like of the Supreme? Only got one, though. Then I'll take the one. For 1,350? No, no, no. You said Superior was one was 450. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have one. I have a few Superior. He's got three Superior healing potions. Um, let's just take one Superior. Okay. And he's got a whole bunch of the other ones. And let's do three greater. So mark down 450. Yeah. A three greater? Three. Yeah. Mark down another 450. Okay. There you go. I, I uh, hand him the required gold. Excellent doing business with you. It has been. Uh, thank you. Uh, your name again? Oh, my my name is uh, Musha. 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 <laughs> Got it. Just Musha. Just just Musha. 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 <laughs> Musha. Sorry, I left for a second there. Yeah, uh, Lucan just went and bought a whole bunch of healing potions. For fifteen hundred gold each. No, uh, I got he the spent, cheaper ones. He spent. Uh, <laughs> what did you spend? He spent nine hundred. Spent nine hundred bucks. Yeah. Holy fuck! <laughs> he had some healing potions. Mm. Take a bunch of damage. You know I can't heal you, right? <clears throat> I can now, when I heal people, I can uh, 
break any spell effect on them that's of equal or lower level. When you heal them. When they heal them, yeah. Nice. So part of my subclass is a Maybe tomorrow you can heal Tack of his diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> um, Must have caught a bug down the sewers there. Erdan, is there anything else that you want to get in the market here while we're uh, shopping? Um, nothing that I can think of now, but I'll, I'll think of it when we're deep into a dungeon somewhere. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So just set a waypoint here. How about a grappling hook? Do we have Good. a grappling? You want to do a save point? <laughs> yeah, save point here. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you could get a grappling hook. It'd be like two gold. If you want rope with it. Yeah, I'll do that. So you get 50 foot rope uh, with a grappling hook. Are you buying a grappling hook, Erdan? Yeah. 50 feet of rope. Are you buying it out of the company funds here? No. You're buying it out of your own personal funds? Yeah. Okay. So he's only going to save himself when he needs it. Um, I'd also like to find uh, some more arrows for my longbow. Yeah, uh, Hatch hears you and he takes you back to the, the armory. And they do have uh, all types of weapons and armor. Where he bought his javelins. Yes. And there, there's the... a tall human, bald with a uh, ponytail, long ponytail. Behind the and hatch, you walk by the door as you go in. Does it make a sound as it opens? Oh, it creaks, and it just doesn't close. Splash! It's it's bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are in this. Uh... Hi there. Uh, are you the blacksmith here? Hi. I am. I am Lucan. I. You may have heard of me. Uh, no, no, I've never heard of you. Well, you should, Hello, you should really, I'm you should really listen. There's, there's lots of word of me on the street. If you, if you paid attention, uh, I'm looking for are some you, arrows. Are you, are you related to that guy, Lucant? Yeah, he's my nephew. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, well, how can I help you? Uh, I'm looking for uh, some of your finest arrows. Oh, I, I do have arrows. Uh, I sell them in bundles of 20. Excellent. Five gold. Are they magical arrows? No, I don't uh, have gold. any magical items here. <laughs> you, you don't sell any? Well, not out in the front shop. Do you have any in the back shop? Uh, we we have a couple um, swords, but no arrows. You have magical swords, but no magical arrows. No, we haven't had a shipment of any magic arrows. We haven't had any mages come and do their thing with our arrows. Uh, Erdan, uh, what about that magical sword of yours? Is it uh, needing... Needing a sharpening? It's a magic sword. You don't need to sharpen it. 
Alright. <laughs> I didn't know what you are swinging, so... Would you, which way he swings? Do you want some regular yeah. arrows? Sure, sure. I'll take uh, a bundle of regular arrows. Okay, that's five gold. Okay. You have 20 arrows. Yep. Anything else on your shopping list? Would you like to uh, put in an order for magical arrows? Yes. Uh, you got any of those uh, Praxis brand ones? Ooh. Uh, I've heard about that guy. He's legendary. Yeah, the ones with the uh, uh, titanium shafts. <laughs> the ones that that he never shoots and then when he does he always misses <laughs> that, yeah, that guy had the, the weird skin he's kind of a sickly looking guy isn't he yeah yeah doesn't like carpets either <laughs> um, yeah I could uh, get you some magic arrows if you'd like Okay, how does that? I got to pay up front or half up front? What's how does that work? Well, what what are you looking for? Just uh, magic arrows. We have some other ones we could get, like uh, explosive arrows, ice arrows, lightning arrows. Um, just magic arrows. Magic arrows. Okay. Yep. So you get um. You could get five for 30 gold. Five for 30 gold. Do I have to pay now or do I pay later? Oh, you can put 15 down now. Okay. I'll put 15 down on five magic arrows. Okay. They're plus one. And what's the blacksmith's name? Did I ask that already? His name is Kodu. Kodu. This is in the castle ward. And uh, the name of the place is Kodu's Cudgel. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it's, you know, 4 p.m. Um, actually closer to 5. And you, you're training, uh, Revy? Uh, yep. You probably uh, would be training till about 6 if you want to meet down in the city again. Okay. So, you guys want to wait for Revy or do anything else? I'm happy to um, find a nice coffee shop. Yeah, well, I was going to say like a, a winery or something. Ooh, you know, winery. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a wine yeah. shop uh, down the street. Yep, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a tall, snooty elven guy in like long robes, and uh, he's he's talking to another customer right now, and. You can hear him talking up all these different wines. 
you kind of connect with him. He's kind of snooty. Yeah, he's right up my alley. He's right up your alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good sir. Uh, I'd like to do a taste testing. Yeah, one moment, sir. I'm already dealing with a customer. Very well, back. very well. So is his name Niles or Kramer? <laughs> what? Is his name Niles or Kramer? <laughs> you don't know yet. Uh, so he finishes up with that customer and he turns to you and says, What can I help you with? Well, I'm in the mood to uh, taste some wine. We are not uh, in the business of tasting wine here. We're in the business of selling wine. Usually our customers know what they want beforehand. They come in and they buy it. Uh, if you want I'm to taste it, the... you have to buy the whole wine bottle. Sure. I'm looking for the local vintage, something that I haven't had before. Hmm. Well, there is a water deep Pignot. Very good. We have a we have a deep water uh, Riesling. And what is your personal favorite? Oh, mine is the uh, this one. And he pulls you over to uh, a vintage area, and he says, "This I can't really tell you where this comes from, but this is a uh, uh, we call this the Beholder." Uh, Cabernet. Beholder Cabernet. Yes. Yeah, I've had my eye on that for a while. <laughs> okay. Uh, There's only one bottle. That, how much is that bottle? It's 100 gold. 100 gold. Yep. Well, I happen to have a, a bottle of wine here. That is also worth a hundred gold. Um, how would you like to do a trade so you can have a different variety in your wine shop? Uh, what? Which one are you uh, looking for? I don't have any other details it just about says the wine itself. It just says hundred hundred gold. Yes. So he kind of looks at it, he's, he kind of opens up a book, he's looking at it, and he goes, I'll give you 50 gold for that. Uh, very well, will you take um, two of these uh, wine bottles, or two bottles of wine for that one? Very well. And he uh, pulls out the um, Beholder Cabernet and hands it over to you and takes your, your two bottles. Okay. Good trade. I'm going to open one of the... No, I'm going to open the uh, Beholder Cabernet right now. Mm -hmm. And I'll share it with uh, Erdan and Hatch if they want to taste some right now. Sure. 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 Do a little taste test here. Here you go. Some for you and some for you. What's it taste like? Uh, it has a very old, 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 musty smell. But it tastes really, really good. 
I need all three of you like to doors. Yeah, I need all three of you to do a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> Oh my. 15. That's oh. a 16. Okay. That's a 6. It's a 6. 6. It's a 6. I got a 6. Who's that? Erdan? I got a 6. Is that Erdan? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tastes good. Yeah. Thank you very much. Erdan, you do feel a little different. A little different. Yep. So how about we go back to the manor and, uh, you know, Revy can meet us there and have some dinner. Okay. So you guys head back to the manor. Uh, you, you meet Revy there. You guys are all at the manor having some dinner. And we'll, uh, I'll offer Revy some of this, uh, Beholder cab. Yeah. Oh, I guess if it's with dinner. Okay, you drink some. Are you all drinking some? I'm gonna drink the rest of it if nobody else wants it. Okay. Uh, whoever's drinking needs to do a con save. Okay, I'll do another one. Okay. <laughs> a seven. <laughs> <laughs> I got a six. Alright. <laughs> also got a six. Alright. Oh <laughs> Hatch, are you drinking? Uh I think Hatch is gonna sit this out. He's not uh he's not super huge on the, the he's wine. A milk like, guy. He's still mulling over that uh that door. It tasted like it, doors. It you, it haunts you... his waking thoughts. So <laughs> you three guys who drank, you feel different. You don't feel as powerful like as you empowered? used to be. You feel depowered. Mean. Hmm. Don't know about this wine you spent a hundred gold on. I didn't spend a hundred gold. I traded him two bottles of wine for one bottle of wine. That's not a very good trade, dude. It was fine. It was it was it's wine for wine. Hmm. Uh, two for one. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I had them to spend. It was fine. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Once that bottle's empty, I'm going to crack open one of my bottles of dark Omnish, Omnish wine. <laughs> Omnish. Omnish? Omnish. All right. Dark Omnish. Now we got two bottles instead of three. Okay. I'll have some of that. Yeah. So, we have to roll a con save for that, too? Uh, no, that wine tastes good. Yeah. Are we ripped yet? Uh, <laughs> the three of you... Well, Revy, are you having more? No, I'm, I'm good with You're this. You're done? Just okay. uh, one glass of wine with dinner. Okay, well, Lucan oh. and... Uh, and uh, Erdan are basically a point of exhaustion. Yeah, <laughs> Drunk. That's, under flaws, it says I overdrink. So. <laughs> right, but um, 
under the inebriated condition, we're immune to fear. Mm. There you go. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> so, Revy, how did your uh, training go? You just walked out to check on Tack. Oh. <laughs> Devin walked away for a sec. Oh, wow. With all this talk of wine, I'm getting a little thirsty. Yeah, so you guys are uh, kicking back, drinking up your wine. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah, I think I'll I'll finish that wine with uh, Erdan, and uh, uh, I'm spent, you know. That was a hard day shopping. <laughs> I think I'll just turn in early. That's Unless probably Revy good. comes back, I want to hear about what Revy did. All right. Jason's probably... going to go get a beer. It's <laughs> probably good you're going to you're going to take the night there, Mike. Yeah. It's probably good yeah. cuz you guys uh okay. basically the beholder's wine removes any but magical abilities you have for 24 hours. <laughs> Yeah. You would have cast a spell and nothing would have happened. That would have been good. There you go. That's why it's called Beholder Wine. <laughs> but now we know that. Yeah, but there's none left. Yeah, you drank the one bottle. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure we could probably get some more. That'd be actually well, good to, you know, offer to an enemy. Especially At the wine you... shop, though, it was the only bottle they had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, they couldn't tell you where they got it from. Sweet. Well, I will retire for the evening. All right. Uh, Lucan. Yep. If you're retiring for the we uh, evening. Yep. Going to bed early. Uh, yep. You dream. Uh, you Sweet. are in a dark dusty tunnel you feel like there's lots of earth above you you feel a heaviness in here a mustiness there's dust undisturbed dust all around okay and there is a, a massive object out in front of you and you, you start to walk towards it and you just see this huge you're not sure what it's made of stone or iron or whatever so it's too dark and it's just covered in dust but you can see on the outline carved into it uh on each side of the door is a shape of a a dragon so you, it's a it's a big door it's a huge door okay and you wake up okay it looks ancient it looks like a door that hasn't been opened for quite a while and when i wake up is this like i had a premonition or is this like i had some beholder wine you're not sure you can roll an okay. int intelligence check to see intelligence that's that's an unnatural 20 yeah you you feel like it was 
It was a strange dream. It felt a little different from normal dreams. Didn't feel like uh, the Beholder wine. Okay. And you guys have gotten your uh, point of exhaustion removed. Erdan, I had a, I had this really weird dream last night. Oh, it's like an ancient door with some dragons. I mean, like carvings of dragons. Hmm. It was like old. The dragon? No, the door. The door was old. Don't tell Hatch though. Hmm. He loves to hear about an old dragon door. Yeah, he he might like it too much. End up living there. They might get him crawled <laughs> up. Find it. Well, we'll see. If we need to motivate him later, we'll we'll, we'll tell him. <laughs> Revy, how was your training? <laughs> Exhausting. Yeah? What time did you get back last night? Uh, Probably like 6.30 or 7 p.m. Yeah, so what did you learn? Um, Halam primarily just taught me some more... More polearm uh, type techniques. Pardon? More like using your staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, uh... More moves with the staff. He also put me through some uh, strength and endurance training. Guy's a guy's a hard ass when it comes to training. Well, you know that uh, you know the the teacher who's pushing you is only because they want you to be better. Oh, I learned lots from him. He's a he's an excellent teacher, and he's. Incredibly strong. Revy, I don't know if you heard that or not, but uh, the Beholder wine? Yeah. Removed uh, any magical abilities for 24 hours? Or till a long rest? Oh, like uh, magical abilities that I have? No. Uh, well, did you drink the Beholder wine? Yeah, I did. But you passed the uh, save, didn't you? No. Oh, you did? But we. No. <laughs> so but when I you're. Did have a... But you but did it did after your rest. training. Yeah, you did it after your training. Otherwise, yeah. you would have been really beat the shit up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no key points. No key points. <laughs> Are those, those aren't magical abilities, though. Yeah, I guess. I guess it wouldn't be. I don't know. No, those aren't magical. I wouldn't have been able to cast any of my there you go. Uh, cantrips, though. No, no cantrips. Oh, I think they are magic. The key points? No, man. They're they're. That's like chakra and stuff. That's that flows yeah, through you. If you're an elemental monk, you cast spells. Yes. That's yeah. true. Key empowered strikes are specifically magical, so an anti magic field would affect it. Okay. Yeah, at sixth level, your unarmed strikes count as magical. Yes, have, they do. You have magical attacks. Unless you drink some Beholder wine. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a long rest, so now it's gone, right? It's gone. Yeah, you guys yeah. are... Feel, you're up to snuff again. A day of shopping, praying, and drinking. And training. I'm training. Sounds like a good Sunday afternoon. It was a good Sunday, yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's morning again. 
You guys yeah. are down there for breakfast, and uh, it's still cloudy, overcast. Well, let's. Uh, let's you have this. this you have this position uh, in the dock where just, just reaching out towards you, Lucan. It's just this. It's almost like it's nagging you. Hey guys, I gotta go. I gotta go check something out. Uh, you coming? Yeah. Sure. Let's split the party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to head towards the uh, dock ward. So, you guys are walking down to the dock ward, and there's lots of people out uh, walking around. And you come up to a uh, building. Let's get the building going here. Uh, and you recognize it as the building you saw in your in your mind there, Lucan. It's a converted. Old converted uh, windmill. Right, right. This isn't the uh, ancient door. This is just the windmill. Yeah. And uh, it's old. It's made of stone. Looks like it's fallen to disrepair. Okay. So you come up to this old windmill, and to the east is a door. And there's two uh, walls to the south. There's two doors there spread apart. And... Uh, it's not a huge building. You can probably walk around it, but it's uh, these are the two doors you see. I'll just go and knock on the door that I'm approaching. Was that the south door? Uh, well, there's two doors to the south and one door to the east. So that's that's what you see. I'm approaching from the south or from the east. You're you're kind of moving southeast so you could pick whichever door you want okay i'll go to the door on the east the one that's all by itself okay you uh you knock on that door uh it is uh locked okay is there anyone who's responding to the knock uh you knock on it you don't hear anything Uh, how, is there anyone inside? Uh, I'm looking for Vaspar Holgreg. Uh, you're just banging on the door? Yeah, I'm calling out. And you see the uh, door to the, directly to your south, closest to the east door, cracks open a little bit, and you see an old man poke his head out. Oh, Get hi, uh, Vaspar, is that you? That that is my name. Uh, uh, can I? Who are you? I am Lucan. Perhaps you've heard of me. No. No, not at all. Well, I I bring tidings from the high priest of Corlon. Oh. Talor. Yes, uh, he sent me with uh, some news and a gift. Can I come in? Sure. Yeah, he opens up the uh, door. And you guys could uh, walk into his apartment if you want. So you walk yes, in. Yes, please. All right. So what do you see? So this is kind of like a squatter's apartment. Uh, 
it's made of old furnishings. There's a cot in the corner, uh, a small little table with a couple chairs around it. Uh, this guy looks just like an old man uh, wearing some robes. Um, he's just kind of standing in the corner looking at you. Uh, a, a gift? I, I don't understand. What what gift? Uh, Talor says uh, he misses the, your talks and he wishes that you would come by and visit. He he sent me this chest of paints. Oh. And I'll, I'll present the chest of paints. Alright. And he sets it on the table and he goes oh this is great Kaylin will love this Kaylin? Kaylin yeah she uh, lives upstairs in the tower I uh, I bring her uh, food and paints um, I, I, I rent a room here and, and, I, and I help her out a little bit she's a painter I, I, I bring wood to her painting supplies and and food. All right. Um, she lives upstairs. Yeah, yeah. It's a door to the east. But she doesn't like company. I'm the only one who she seems to be able to tolerate. And she meets me at the door. Well, perhaps you could introduce us. Ah. Uh, well, we meet at specified times, and that's... I could maybe unlock the door, but I i don't go in. She does not let me in, like me in there. When's the next specified time that you are to meet? Oh, in about uh, another three days, I believe. But she lives upstairs. Yes, she never leaves. Very well. Did you uh, have an appointment with her? No. Can I ask what you'd like to talk to her about? Well, uh, if she's a painter, you're a painter. I I'm not. Kaylin is. She's she's right, an amazing uh... painter. Well, I was uh, I was looking for someone who might paint the portrait of uh, myself. <laughs> he chuckles a little bit. I see. Well, she only paints uh, nature. Then it would make for an amazing background. If if you wish. Uh, I could unlock the door for you, but that is as far as I go. She she gets kind of mad at me if she does not want me in there at all. But sometimes if she doesn't meet her things, I unlock the door and I put the food and the stuff on the inside of the door to deliver it. So as far as I go. So uh, would you like it if uh, you unlock the door and I'll take the paints up? <sighs> Just don't don't make her angry. She doesn't like to get angry. She, 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 she's a little emotional. She's going to hulk out on us? <laughs> well, she's not that she, she's not that hulky, but uh, she just has a temper. <laughs> she's a bard. So she's always painting and 
doing our art. Okay, well, I'm I'm down for this. Uh, I'll take the paints up to her. Okay, he hands you the paint. Uh, he leads you out, uh, and then to the eastern door. He opens it up, and it opens up into a hallway. It's a it says, hallway. You go in, and uh, the stairs are to the left. I've that, I've seen them when I've peeked in. I've never gone up though. That's as far as I've gone. Wait, you just leave the paints at the bottom of the stairs? Yeah, she, she's the only one in this section. Okay, so I open the door and there's a hallway and there's stairs to the left. Yeah, so uh, let me just read the room here. So it's just a kind of an open area. It's got stone floors and walls. Uh, there's a door to the east. Uh, hallway runs south to another door. And uh, to the north... There's a hall, uh, another hallway that goes east, and then on the west corner, northwest corner, there's a curving stairs that go up. And it looks like there's a sign on the side of the stairs. And these are the stairs to the left that he said to go up. Yes. He says that's okay, what the, the sign stairs. Say? Okay, so you guys go in. Okay. Well, I thought the rest of us were down below. I guess if we're all going up, I'll go up. Well, I don't think you guys have gone up yet. I wouldn't mind staying behind. Okay, so you guys are you guys are in a like a, a downstairs kind of lobby area. Great, yeah, they can wait in the lobby. Area. I'm gonna well, go and this is the for for Lucan getting his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there is a uh, a sign on the wall. It's right next to the stairs. Yeah, and. It says, private property, anyone coming upstairs without an appointment will be dealt with severely. Good luck. <laughs> See you on the other side. And uh, Vaspar looks at you and initiative. goes, good luck, <laughs> and walks out. Got that dice ready for uh, initiative? <laughs> Uh, okay. And the um, stairs kind of curve up. And around, like, uh, they start curving around the edge of the tower. It's kind of a narrow stairway. There's stone on each side. Stone walls on each side. You, uh, what's your passive perception? 19. You're not sure why, but something just tingles in the back of your mind. Something just feels off. When you look at the stairs. So, um, there's other options. Uh, if we're downstairs, there's other hallways. Yep. You guys you want to explore any of this, or... I'm not happy just to wait here in the lobby. Sleeping in some girl's uh, apartment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Uh... Well, the stone, you know, the priests, this stone have, led me to this windmill. Priests have a bad enough reputation as is. <laughs> the stone is almost vibrating in your pocket. It's your yeah. stone, man. We'll we'll follow you, but I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> 
turning some girl's apartment upside down looking for something. I'll wait, I'll stay here in the lobby and um, I'll summon my familiar. I'll summon the little weasel that looks like a suit of dragon and uh, okay. I'll send him up the stairs. All right. Um. You guys, uh, he goes running up the stairs. Well, he'll he'll sneak up the stairs. Sneak up the stairs. He's okay, we'll roll a stealth check. Okay, I don't have stats for the weasel. I've tried looking them up. Um, let's see. There is a weasel. So he's got a plus three for dex. A stealth plus five. Okay, so that's a 14. 14? Okay. And you're sending him up? Yeah, I'll send him up the stairs. Okay. So he goes up a couple stairs and uh, this spark happens under one of the stairs and this uh, magical energy just kind of erupts from the stairs in a sphere and uh, you guys yeah you guys are within it It goes in a 20 foot radius Uh, you guys need to make a this huge thunder uh, echoes through the hall as it just radiates out you guys need to make a dexterity saving throw same with your weasel He's got a plus three. 18 for Hatch. 18? Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, where is my D20? I have to make one too. Down below. Yeah, everyone is down below. It's all that that area is all within the twenty feet. Okay, I, can got a twenty-one. Uh, the weasel rolled a six, or he got a six. Uh, I I got a six as well. Okay, um, so whoever was under a fourteen, DC fourteen, takes twenty-three points of thunder damage. Oh, as wow. this thing radiates out and just blasts uh, your your weasel just gets. In, it just disintegrates. Yeah. It's got one hit point. Yeah, so he just goes poof. It looked like he stepped on a a glyph. And how much how many points of damage did he take if he succeeded? Half that? Uh twelve points thunder damage. It's half rounded up? Uh, uh oh sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's eleven. Okay. Eleven. But you said twenty eight. I said twenty three. Didn't I? Oh, 23. Yeah, you, you said... Tw- I heard 23. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I misunderstood. Uh, I think uh, wow. Uh, that was... Uh, it just surprising. echoes. Uh, the, the thunder just echoes throughout the stone walls. And <laughs> kind of shakes. Wow. Uh, you see dust fall from the ceiling. and It's pretty loud. Yeah. So uh, right away, I'm going to say... Hey, uh, hey, guys! I picked up some healing potions in town. Uh, maybe it's better if we all kind of have one. 
I think I can just cast Cure Wounds on us. No, I just meant I'll distribute them. Better than I'm holding on to all of them. That's a great idea. Yes. In case you go down. I already have some healing potions. Okay, well... I'll take his. I'll give uh, I'll give Hatch the one superior, which is 8d4 plus 8. Okay. And I'll give you one greater, which is 4d4 plus 4. I'm going to cast two Thank you. on myself. And... Um, Revy, I'll give you the one greater, which is also 44 plus 4. Fuck. And you can use it when you want. I don't think you need it now, but... No. Uh, Vaspar pokes his head in through the door and looks around the corner. He's like, uh, Are you guys okay? I heard an explosion. <laughs> uh, well, this... this uh, the stairs... There must have been some sort of trap on the stairs. Oh my gosh. I just looked at it funny. You guys got a rat problem around here? We actually do have lots of rats in here. (laughs) There's lots of rats. That's an awfully effective way of getting rid of them. Yeah. (laughs) They usually stick to the sides of the walls of it. And uh, your your weasel kind of went right up the middle. He's like, well, be careful. And he pops back into his apartment. Okay. Well, you guys want to explore anything else down here? Any of these other hallways? Not after that. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have a rogue, so... (laughs) Well, I could get the weasel back, but it's going to take me some time. Why don't you just go up yourself? Um. Okay. Uh, what have I got? <laughs> you go. What was that? You go. You go up there and yeah. check it out. <laughs> um, but the, the staircase is a curved staircase. I can't see the top of it. Yeah, so you see, actually see, uh, you don't see the top of it. But you do see, a, looks like a square stone. Looks like it's been just blown apart off the stairs. And uh, it looks like that's where like a, a magical sigil might have existed. It caused that spell to go off. Little chunks of familiar everywhere. Yeah, yeah, there's some... Your little buddy (laughs) is kind of all over the place. Okay, so now that I've seen that they're, uh, you know, a glyph or a sigil or something, can I make a perception check without climbing the stairs to look for any others? You may. Okay, here we go. That is... 14. Uh, a 14, uh, you look up the stairs, you don't see any similar, uh... Not from here. From here, yeah. That's, you feel like before that passive perception you had... Yeah. ...brought your attention to the stairwell? Yes. But, uh, now that you've looked at it, you don't see any more of those. 
Okay. I take out the stone of galore in my hand, and it's vibrating. Is there anything else I notice about the stone? Nope. Okay, it's not it visibly vibrating. It's almost like a mental thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to walk up the stairs to the point at which there are familiar guts. Like, and look further up the stairs around the curve. Okay. So it does, um, let's see here. Uh, you, you can slowly come around the corner and yeah. it looks like the stairs come up to, you see the, just the edge of the wall. You start to, it opens up into a room. Okay. Um, you got a pretty high pressure. You just hear some faint noises in the room. Right, but now that I can see to the top of the stairs, is there any more other glyphs or sigils that I can see from this point? No, your your passive or your uh, perception check, you don't see anything like that. Okay, I walk the You're rest pretty of the confident. way up. To, uh, I'll walk the rest of the way up to the top of the stairs. And you walk to the top, and uh, so you are actually uh, in the millstone room. It was an ancient millstone. It lies under a jumble of debris that includes machinery and pieces of the collapsed roof. Uh, dust and cobwebs cover everything. The ceiling is actually uh, 40 feet high here, uh, and there's like wood support beams where the old windmill column would come and gear change and go down there's a column in the middle uh, about 30 feet up and then um, at the far corner you see paintings on the walls all over the place and there's a bench here with some painting paraphernalia on it um, there, there's paintings of various creatures all over the wall uh, and in the far corner, painting uh, on one of these canvases, you see a female half. She looks like a half elf, the bard that uh, this guy had mentioned, and ragged mm -hmm. clothes. And she's got her back to you. Uh, she seems to be mumbling as she just paints on a canvas hanging on the wall. She doesn't seem to notice you. Just keeps on painting. Okay. Um... And she's she's just mumbling to herself as she paints. Okay. Uh, how far away is she from me? Twenty-five feet. Okay, so from the top of the stairs. And you're you're in a fifteen feet wide by thirty foot long room. There's doors right. on the east wall door on the south wall and then your stairs going down on the top west northwest corner they curve back down right and she's at the southeast corner okay i'm gonna call out to her i'm gonna have paints in hand and i'm gonna call out and i'm gonna say caitlin i'd like to make an appointment and uh she she stops her mumbling and she's just staring at the at the painting that she was working on for a few seconds. 
And she turns around and she's got like a scowl and, and with a raspy voice she says, You are not supposed to be here. So I can make an appointment? I don't take appointments. Uh, I have fresh supplies for you. Uh, they've been sent from Taylor, the high priest of Coralon. Hmm. And she uh, kind of walks on the opposite wall, kind of towards you. She looks at the paints, kind of eyes him a little bit, and she's standing in front of one of her uh, one of her paintings. And she's like, why should I believe you? I am Lucan. Haven't you heard of me? I have not. Really, uh, you she should get out more. Uh, I'm kind of famous around here. Why don't you leave the paints on the table and leave? Okay, I walk over to the table, whichever direction that is. That's just directly south of you, like 10 feet away. <laughs> and she starts mumbling again a little bit. She sounds like she's actually talking as she's staring at this painting she's standing in front of. And I, can I see what she's saying? See what she's saying? Her back is to you. Okay, so and she's just kind of like she's brushing her her hands over the painting. It's just like following the curves of the painting. It's it's a uh, it's a creature that she painted. Right, she, she I, says, I'm just uh, saying. Uh, I she, I, she, I have she the says, observant feet. I can read lips, so I'd okay. like to be able to walk at an angle where I can see her mouth. Okay, so you got to walk a little bit south then, and almost stand beside her. Sure. And she just glances at you and then glances at the painting. And she says, uh, Are you here to maybe purchase some of my art? And her hands well, tracing I was hoping, along. I was hoping to commission you to paint, uh, to paint my likeness. And she, she, she looks up at the painting and she's like, I only paint... The beautiful creatures of the world and she, she you look up and it's a her hands kind of tracing along it's a displacer beast that does uh, this big panther like thing with tentacles all over it and she's just kind of tracing her hands along it such a beautiful beast don't you think it's it's a beautiful rendition of it i saw one in the woods north of Kellenport one summer she whispers under her breath such deadly power Contained in something so pure. And she kind of walks around you and goes back to the south corner where she was painting. She grabs her brush and she starts finishing up. It's a, almost a finished painting. Like she's just basically signing her name on the bottom. And what is that one a picture of? A manticore. Okay. And, uh,. She's just kind of adjusting a little bit the fangs and stuff and signing her name. She 
you hear a strange humming sound and the ruffling of canvas. Humming. Yeah. Where is it coming? Where is the humming coming it's from? It's kind of coming around all throughout the room. And she turns to you and she's got like a weird smile on her face. And she says, You lie. Um, no, uh, I, I would like, I like you to paint me a picture, uh, you know, paint my likeness. That's honest. No, you are a liar. You're an assassin sent from Dagult, Never Ember. He wants to kill me. You are his assassin. Uh, if I was his assassin, why would I have introduced myself to you and, and, and asked to purchase paintings and, and your services? You're playing tricks on me, that's why. You want to get I me my you. guard down. I assure you I'm not. Uh, I, I just came from the High Priest and I've come to give you new supplies. I was downstairs and I, I talked with Vasper. He was the one who let me in. Vasper let you in? Yeah, if you want, we can go talk to him. He betrays me as well. And, uh... She starts... whispering something under her breath. Can I see what she's saying? It's it's some kind of. Um, it seems like she's casting a spell. Okay, I cast counter spell. All right. Um, what level is that? Third level. have it here if you need me to read it. Yeah, I just need to see what spell level she's casting. So this is a fourth level spell. Okay. So, how does do you, Mike? Do you remember how that works to dispel a third level trying to dispel a fourth level? You have to make an ability check. It's um ten plus the, the spell level. <laughs> ten plus the spell DC. So ten plus spell level. Oh, so it's a DC fourteen. Yeah. So he adds his, uh, yeah. So, he tells 
So you need to roll a yeah, your intelligence. Um, I guess a check. Yeah. Okay, just straight intelligence. DC yeah. 14. It's 16. So she uh, she whispers some words and the rustling gets a little less loud and she stares at you really upset. I I know I mean no ill will. Uh, she disappears. Just straight up disappears. Straight up disappears. Like, like a spell disappears, not just runs away. Yeah, she vanishes. Right. Um, I guess you're not interested in uh, in in painting and in earning any money. Uh, I'm sorry I intruded. I'll be leaving now. I'll turn towards the stairs. And uh, as you turn, um, the painting of the uh, of the the displacer beast uh, leaps off the painting, and this displacer beast jumps in front of you, right in front of the stairs, growls at you. Need to write uh, roll initiative. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> what do you guys think Lucan's doing up there? <laughs> He's probably having a nice conversation. Are you going to call for, or do you want just to shout it, or text it, or what? Uh, just one sec. Catch up here. Mm-hmm. Is everyone still there? Yep. I'm here. Yeah. So oh, okay. Yeah, what are you what is your uh well I'll have everyone roll initiative. So, Hatch, what'd you get? Uh, eight. Eight. Ravi? Oh, shit. Um, seven. Which is fair, since we are downstairs, and therefore should have a low uh, initiative. Okay. And then, uh, 
So that's a seven. A Lucan? Sixteen. Sixteen. Erdan? Eleven. So the displacer beast uh, leaps it leap down uh, as you turned around towards the stairs. It is going to attack you. So it's in melee. It's right in front of me. It's right in front of you. Okay. One of these tentacles comes whipping out at you. It rolls a 22 to the hit. <laughs> With disadvantage? Nope. Oh, right, because he lost his cloak. <laughs> he willingly gave it up. Yeah. 22 hits. Willingly. <laughs> Through coercion, he willingly gave it up. That's right. Uh, you take nine points of bludgeoning damage. Or, yeah. Nine points of bludgeoning damage and one point of piercing damage. All right, and, and it is uh, that's the first attack. It's gonna attack you again. But so wait, there's more. Yeah, an eighteen, which I think misses. Eighteen's my armor class. Oh, so it hits you. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is an eight, bludgeoning damage. Yeah. And. Three piercing damage from this tentacle coming off the back of this panther-like creature. Okay. Uh, and it is your turn. Okay. Um, you still I'm hear, you hear more rustling sound still, but it's a little bit less now after this panther comes out. Okay. I'm going to um, I'm going to use Thunder Step. Okay. So I can teleport myself within range to a space I can see. So as long as I can see down the stairs, even if I don't get to the bottom. Okay. You can uh, hear me? Yeah. Can you hear us, Mike? Yeah. Okay. So what are you doing? This this panther is right at the top of the stairs. It's a teleportation. Right. Teleportation. So you have to make a constitution saving throw. 
Uh, the the displacer beast does. Yeah. Okay. Well, anybody in ten feet of my space. Okay. That's a nineteen. And my DC is fifteen, so you save. So you take half damage. All right. What kind of damage is that? It is under damage. And you guys down below hear this crashing and growling. I rolled a nine, so you can take uh, four damage. Four damage. Wow, he got he got friendly with her quick. <laughs> yeah, you hear this giant boom, and you see me just apparate right in front of you little ways up the stairs the hell um and i'll say to the party um she's she's bonkers she's crazy and she's somehow made her paintings come alive she went invisible that sounds cool So here's our chance if we want to run away uh, or charge on up the stairs. So what are you guys doing? I still don't understand why we're here in the first place. Uh, Lucan had a sensation of the Stone of Galore. Um, yeah, I said the stone was compelling and drawing. Hmm. Your dating app is broken. <laughs> I don't know. It's it. It said I had a, a match. <laughs> Swipe left. <laughs> Maybe contact the developers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't well, know. it said bus like cats. Bus like yeah. cats. There you go. Right. Oh, she's a crazy cat chick. Okay, yeah. that explains 100%. <laughs> so, uh, is that, that your turn, Lucan? Well, uh, I'd sort of like to get an idea from the party whether they are for or against. I mean, I have a bonus action that I'd like to use knowing if they are going to charge up the stairs or not. You can make a free uh, action to uh, talk to them, but I don't think yeah. they are going to say or tell so you they that, what they're going to do. They're not going to tell you what they're going to do. You no, but make, verbally. You have to, they don't you have have to, make to do it anything. To, huh? Verbally, they could talk to me, right? As a free action, you can say something. I don't think you can have a conversation, though. It's more of um. You could tell uh, them to come up, or say, yeah. "Let's get the hell out." Because <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going out on. Of here. They don't know what's going. I think on we should there. get out of here. So I'm gonna say, "Let's get out of here." Back away. And then um. So did you find anything? 
Oh? Yeah, she's crazy. Other than that. <laughs> I'm just gonna... I can bonus action Missy Step further away, right? No, you've cast a spell already this time. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I can't do two spells, even if they're if one's a bonus action. No. You can do a spell and a cantrip. That's it. Okay. Well, that's all I'm gonna do then. I'm gonna say, let's get out of here. Okay. And it is. Uh, you still hear a rustling sound. At uh, the south end of the, the the painting she was just painting, the manticore yeah. is rustling. Yeah. All right, uh, Erdan, your turn. Uh, do I see the displacer bees? You hear growls up the because you guys were waiting down at the bottom of the stairs. You don't see her on the corner. I told you the paintings have come alive. Uh, I'll peek around the corner. You go up the stairs a bit? We gotta go about halfway up the stairs. Yeah. Okay, so you go halfway up the stairs and you see this uh, the back end of a cat. Uh, uh, these, or not really the back end, you just see tentacles flailing kind of at the edge of the stairs once in a while because you can't get a clear view of it. Okay, I'm gonna cast this spell magic on it. Okay. Does it disappear? Uh, I mean, it was summoned from the painting, so I assume it's a magic thing. Maybe it's a real animal or a real beast that she trapped in the painting. It is magical. So you could, uh, it's a be a DC 14. Oh, I have to. DC 14. Oh. 12 plus 4. Let's go. Yeah, I got a 16. Okay, this displacer beast just disappears. Uh, Lucan, it just disappears from your view. Uh, no, you I start don't. to see, uh, or sorry, it's uh, Erdan's turn still. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why you're afraid of the key. I walk up the stairs. Uh, hello, ma'am, and I hold out my uh, symbol of Coraline. You don't I see anyone. I think we've gotten off to a, a, a wrong step here. We mean you no harm. Came to talk. Uh, you don't see anyone. Yeah, she's invisible. I know. I, know. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't. Know. Or Erdan doesn't know. Well, I said that she went invisible. Anyway. Oh, did you? Okay. Okay, that's my turn. What is your uh, what, what is your passive perception? 17. 17, okay. Uh, that's, that's your turn? Yeah. Okay. 
uh, you, you, the spell of Thunder Wave uh, seems to come from up above. Up above? Yeah. You look up and you see someone standing on the uh, cross beams about 30 feet up the windmill. Mm-hmm. Uh, save. Let's see. It's a... Doesn't matter, I rolled a one. <laughs> yeah, it's a DC 12 charisma save. Uh, sorry, no. It'd be a dex... Uh, let me see. Doesn't matter, I rolled a one. <laughs> so you take two, 2d8 thunder damage. I'm going to heal myself after your stupid familiar blue is up. <clears throat> thunder wave. So how much did I take? Or it's better uh, roll 2d8. Actually, she doesn't cast that. She's too far well, away. Well, then I didn't roll a 1. No. <laughs> she, you didn't. Because <laughs> it only goes out 15 feet. Uh, she uh, taunts you, Lucan. Uh, you I'm need to make a... I'm halfway down the a... stairs. Huh? I'm halfway down the stairs. Um, you didn't say that. Yes, I thunderstepped halfway down the stairs. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's that's what the thunderstep teleports oh, me okay. away. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so she uh, tries to taunt you, Erdan. You hear this cackle from above. Uh, you need uh -huh. to make a uh, DC 12 charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw. Yeah. Another one on a different dice. <laughs> <laughs> so you now What's have. What's your problem? You have a disadvantage. Shit tonight. You have huh? disadvantage on ability checks, attack rolls, and saving throws until the start of the bar's next turn. Uh, and that's a bonus action. So she's going to. Cast Vicious Mockery at you. Or cast this Two spells? Mockery is a. It was a bonus action. Is that a cantrip? Uh, yep. Good. Uh, so. She just starts swearing at you. Um, you need to do a wisdom saving throw. DC 12. Oh, there we go. 13 plus, uh, plus 7. So 20. Okay. Yeah, so you... Uh, that's, that's her turn. Alright, next up is Hatch. Okay, um... You just hear... Uh, so... You hear a bunch of growling upstairs and talking and a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and then I see uh, Lucan come down the stairs, right? I see him halfway down the stairs. 
after he, after he had mentioned something about uh, this this beast upstairs. Uh, did you say anything, Wukan? I was talking to the whole party who was at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Okay, with that in mind, Hatch is going to leg it to the uh, nearest exit. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you go out the front door. And you see that guy, Vasper, with his head poking out. He sees you and he closes the door quickly. You should stay in there, buddy. <laughs> uh, is that your turn? Uh, I want to turn to face the direction I came from and, and uh, so, yeah, you came out I the guess, east ready door. my weapon in case something... Okay, I came out the east door. Okay. Yeah, so you I want to just basically ready my weapon in case something comes through there. So you're about 10 feet from the east door. Outside. Okay. Is that where you want to be? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Revenant, you're down in the uh, bottom of the stairs there. Oh, you just saw I'll be Hatch, Hatch. GTFO. I'll be joining Hatch. Standing beside him? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna run out though. I'm just gonna walk out. Okay. Uh... It's like, oh, not. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty ho drum. Hey, we're pretty used to this, aren't we? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, this is. This is. I don't want to be here. <laughs> so at the the painting with the manticore, all of a sudden materializes out on the floor, and uh, you see it on the south side of the room. There, Erdan. It is about 10, 15, 20 feet away from you. It just looks at you and snarls. It lands. It jumps from the painting onto the floor, and that's its turn. Again. Uh, well, there was three paintings wrestling. Um, when Lucan oh, cast a spell, it cancelled one of them, and you cancelled the other one, and this is the third one. Okay. So that's the end of uh, its turn. It is now live. So, Lucan, you're halfway down the yeah. stairs. Yeah. Um, when you look back, you see that Displacer Beast is gone. But Erdan is still at the top of the stairs. Erdan's at the top of the stairs. You see him. Uh, just leave her. She's crazy, and there's more paintings than you have spells. Let's go. And I'm going to go back down the stairs. I'm, what, I got uh, 30 feet of movement. Okay. So you're just in, just out on the inside of that door. Uh, and you can see Revy and Hatch outside the door. Okay, but I'm at the bottom of the stairs, basically. Yeah, you're, you're actually about... 15 feet away from the... Actually, you're not quite to the door, so you're about 15 feet from the bottom of the stairs. What's your movement? 30 feet. Yeah, so you're 15 feet away. That's your turn? You're 15 feet past the bottom of the stairs and, like, just near the door. Not quite to the door, yeah. So you can't see Hatch and Ruby yet. Is that your turn? Yep. Okay, Erdan, it's your turn. Uh, Kath... Spell magic on the manticore. 
All right, so that is a DC 14. Roll the 19. The manticore disappears. Uh, How many you just more hear, uh, are there? You just hear a... Uh, no! Up in the ceiling works up there. Up in the beams. Does it reappear in the painting or it just disappears? No, it's gone. It's a blank canvas. As soon as it left it. Okay, and I say to the lady, if if you do it again, you're just gonna lose one more of your paintings. Yeah. Please <laughs> come down and talk with us. Uh, that's what you say to her. Yes. And that's persuasion. She, she, oh, you're persuading her. Yeah. Okay. So Enjoy. she. Uh, well, roll a persuasion check. Seven. Get oh. one accounts. <laughs> What'd you get? Seven. Seven. Uh, she looks over to you and just stares. You're here to kill me, Daggled. That Never Ember guy. He. He wants me I dead. I don't even know who Daggled Never Ember is. <clears throat> who is Daggled Never Ember? My former lover. Kinky. Until, until he spurned me. He spurned you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and she just looks peeking over the edge of the beam. Where is he now? Uh, he's the lord of Neverwinter. I thought they got rid of him. No. Not that I know of. I think you've been cooped up here too long. And she's just like, what do you want? We were sent here by a magic device. You were supposed to have clues for us. Tell us where to go. There's... I know nothing of this. Maybe you know something that you don't know. That you know. <laughs> just... You know what I mean? <laughs> she's just quiet up there. Just leave. And there are, when you get in the room, there are uh, doors to the east and the south. Did Dagalt ever tell you where he was going to hide the treasure? And, uh, it's quiet. You don't hear a response. And there's rooms to the east and west? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go. Oh, down sorry. The there is actually a door behind the table too, where mm -hmm. the paints are on. The table is kind of is pushed it, up against. Everybody it. else is left, right? Yeah, it's just you and her. Okay, ma'am. I'm sorry for bothering you. If anything comes to mind, though, can you send us uh, a message? 
at Troll Skull Alley. And you don't hear her. You don't hear her talk or anything. Okay. What was that? Oh, I was just uh, turning off the the music. Okay. So I go downstairs. Okay. Meet up with the group. And uh, Lucan. Yeah. Um, like the stone is just the whole time was just vibrating in your mind. Okay. There's something about that girl. Mm-hmm. Vibrates the down here a little more. She, she's got answers, but she's bonkers. Yeah. Uh, I asked her. She. She said she had no idea about any treasure and anything. So, uh, and and what's with you trying to be a hero, man? There's like all those paintings. I could have dispelled one more. Yeah. So we can't get any information out of her. Uh, who else lives here? Well, what's this? How so you, do you know to come here? What's 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 guiding you? What what's the the stone? The stone. The, the one that we chased. Uh, all the drought. Can on it? See if it can give you a little more information. Okay. So what are you doing? Well, we're out of initiative now, right? Yes, you are. We're just outside this windmill tower. Uh, you and Lucan. Uh, and Erdan are actually still at, in that kind of lobby area in the bottom of the stairs. Right. Because you hadn't quite made it out. So, uh, and then you can go outside if you want. There's Hatch and Revy's out there. And you said the stone was vibrating when he went in here, but it's vibrating more downstairs than upstairs. You notice a shift a little bit. It's vibrating a little more down here. Okay, well, let's look around down here. How many doors are here? So, um, there is a hallway to the east and a hallway to the south. And, and then on the, the east uh... wall is a door. And that's like the hallway kind of to the northeast. It has a door at the end of the hall. And that door looks like it's underneath the tower uh, that you were just in. And then the hallway goes kind of opposite the main entrance door. There's a, a door on the east wall. Does so Luke, Luke can tell me or tell Erdian that uh, the rocks are vibrating more here than upstairs? Yeah, I'm going to make that known, yep. Yeah. Why don't you do an investigation, Luke? Why don't you go investigate the stone? Well, you could walk around and, and see like a tuning fork if you want. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... You walk just around this little uh, area, yeah, and you're standing just to the right of the stairs where that sign is, yeah, and it feels strongest there. The this... staircase goes down. Nope, no, it ends here. But behind this wall, it just feels strong. And there's a stair, so there's a hallway to the east and a yeah. hallway to the south. And this, you're looking at the north wall. 
which is right beside the stairwell. Okay, you asked for an investigation. I rolled a 22. Yeah, so you just feel like something somewhere behind this wall. It seems like it's the most intense. I will pull out the lantern of revealing and turn it on. All right. You don't see anything on the wall. No. Hmm. You find something there, Lucan, or what? Um, no, it just feels really strong right here. Like, this is... If it wasn't upstairs, I'm thinking maybe there's... Look, search around for a secret door or a button. I just or... did. I investigated for 22. Along right the same here. wall is a door to the east. Oh, well, let's go to, through that door there. Maybe it's through there. Okay, well, maybe we should bring the rest of the party with us. Okay, I'll go outside and I'll say, hey guys, come on in. Might have found something. Actually, and I'm going to drink uh, a healing potion. There's some okay. doors to investigate. Alright, so you guys head east. Uh, you, there's a door at the end of this eastern hallway on the north wall. And it opens up into kind of a it looks like a like a, almost like where homeless might live, there's some rags on the floor. Uh, just like it might have been a bedroom at one point, but there's just kind of broken furniture. There's a little door half open to the southeast corner. It looks like a little, like a bathroom. And then there's a door to the west. And you can kind of see uh, just beyond this wall to the west how the curve, the bottom of the curve of the stairs. So. The door to the west looks like it goes under the stairs. What do you sense there, Lucan? You get closer to that door to the west, and it's stronger there. I'm sensing that we should go west. Okay. So you guys uh, are in this... You open the door... And it is just a small, um, underneath the, underneath the stairwell, it's kind of like a small little storage room. Um, Brought us back here for this? Who's, yeah, who's, who's going in there? Well, I thought I had to like doors and there's doors. Yeah, following this rock into the room. Okay. He brought us all the way back from outside. Nice, safe outside for a storage room. I need I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, Lucan. Well, Lucan's girlfriend isn't here, so we're safe. Uh that's twelve. A twelve. Uh you're the the floor collapses beneath you and you're able to just grab Erdan's hand and he swings you off out of this hole. Um you see a hole with rubble going down. Uh, as it falls down, you hear a smash down below. Uh, it's just a deep, dark hole in the floor. I, I think my... I found the way in. I shine my lantern down the hole. Uh, what's the range of that? Uh, 30 feet. Yeah, it just seems dark. You want to go to the edge of your right? lantern oh, range. 30 feet of... 30 feet of bright and 30 feet of in. So okay, so about so. 50 feet down, it looks like you see some rubble. 
Uh, sorry, 40 feet down. We do have dark vision, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so you we see the rope. bottom. You see it's 40 to 50 feet, you're, oh. you're guessing. Okay. Hey, where can we tie off this rope? I got lots of rope. Yeah, I got 50 feet. Okay, we're using your rope? No, we can use yours. <laughs> Yeah, you know, mine doesn't have a grappling hook to anchor itself. Okay, I'll hook my grappling hook onto something in this room that looks like it won't break off. It's a door jam or something. There, there was a door to, to underneath the um, stairs here, right? Gord? Sorry? What was that? We went through a little door before we went under the stairs where it collapsed, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm going to hook my grappling hook onto that jam there. Yeah, you can do that. And descend the rope then. So the rope will probably end about 10 feet from above the bottom. Who wants to go first? I guess I have the light. I'll go first. The priest okay. always goes first. You uh, <laughs> shimmy down. And yeah. uh, you are at the bottom of this pit. Uh, it's pretty dark. It does. It does continue north. This dark hallway. Okay, shine my lantern around. Make sure it looks safe. It, it to the ends of the lantern. It's just dark. Okay, I'll, I'll go down the rope. Uh, you are down the rope. Okay, guys, it's all safe. Come on down. Hatch will don his night vision goggles and go down. Uh, you all make it down there. Ready? I'm assuming you're going down. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, it's just to the north. is about uh, 100... Uh, well, you see whatever to the edge of the lantern. You just see darkness. Okay, I'll keep walking that direction. Okay, it's about a 20-foot wide corridor. Um, and it goes for about another 100 feet. And Lucan, you just kind of gasp a little bit as you see this giant stone iron kind of carved door in front of you uh that you saw in your dream the night before this um, is it how does hatch take it oh hatch hatches uh is a little wetness on his uh on his pants <laughs> <laughs> unless you want to roll a con save and for it, that and it's not urine yeah <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no. Let me roll a con save for that. Uh, that's a eight. <laughs> oh. eight. Oh, it's kind of messy down there. Oh, no. Now, was that a disadvantage? <laughs> Didn't you have to make your saving throws at disadvantages? Yeah, because that sliver of uh, that other door. Oh, boy. Because you were, cause you were um, obsessed with doors? Or does this, because it's a door, he gets advantage? 
Well, I think we've been playing it, like, normally I get, like, advantage on, like, most door-related checks, but, like, I think that one in the shop threw me off. So, I think disadvantage is fair. So, yeah, actually, I just uh, rolled an 8 on this one. An 8? The yeah, second so, roll. Yeah, so you're, you're... You messed your pants. Full-on pants climb. But you feel relieved. <laughs> pants check. <laughs> okay, um, before I get too close to the door, I'd like to survey the door... Uh, you know, you said that there were, in my dream, that there was dragons on either side, like a carving or something. Yeah, they kind of face each other. There's like a worm-style dragon, and they yeah. kind of face each other. There is uh, some uh, dwarven uh, writing on there, if anyone speaks or reads dwarven. Yeah, okay. I speak dwarvish. So there is on uh, down below, it says... Uh, the Vault of Dragons, the Golden Truth. Beware to enter with a lion's tooth. Okay, so I recite this to the rest of the guys. Does this make any sense to you guys? Lion's tooth? Beware to enter with a lion's tooth. Um, and it's just dusty and old and cobwebs. It just does not look like a well-used door. Push on the door. Uh, you push on the door. Yeah, I push on the door. Uh, it doesn't budge at all. It's completely solid. Is it a pull door? <laughs> uh, no, there's no handle. You're not sure. Uh, does the effort move the dust? What? Does the effort of pushing or pulling on the door uh, move any of the dust? Cause Just where your feet door. slide as you're trying to push on it. Because it doesn't move the door. Is there any kind of keyholes or anything we can see? Uh, you do see right below the text is a small um, half inch to a three quarter inch hole. And it looks like it starts out wide and then goes to a point. It may even curve a little bit. Like a reducing diameter as it kind of goes in and it kind of curves down a little. Does it look like Lucan's unicorn horn? No. Or, or a lion's tooth? You have a lion's tooth? I don't have a lion's tooth. But there was a manticore upstairs, wasn't there? Not anymore. Um... Do I have a lion's tooth on my uh, barbarian fur hide, perhaps? You do. Oh. oh! Oh! Guys, let's try this out. But I thought it says beware to enter with lion's tooth. <laughs> yeah, but I'm Not... wearing one. Are you going to go 100 feet down the hallway? <laughs> All right. Um... Go for it. Go for it, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to back up. I'm, I'm 30 feet away. What did it say again? Beware. I the only got the dragons, last part of it. The Vault of Dragons to Gold and Truth. Beware to enter 
with a lion's tooth. That's me, guys. Hatch is going to try to enter, unless someone has anything else to say. Well, what about a dragon's tooth? Do we have one? Oh. Mm, I don't know. Do you? I, <laughs> I don't. I don't have one. Not. Um. I'd like to use okay. my wand of detect magic on the door itself. Maybe crazy stairs add something. Uh, so use your wand. The whole door seems to just light up, and the sigils and the writing just kind of light up as you cast it on it. The door is well. It's it's like a it's up for several minutes, right? Yeah. So is anything else in the hallway? Or is it just no? The just door? the stuff you have on your person, right? Glows, but the door does glow. Maybe crazy lady upstairs has this too. Well, can we just dispel the magic on the door? Go for it. So I don't think she knows this place exists. If it was that easy, anybody could get into it. I don't think it's that easy. Well. You might not know this place exists. You might not even know she has the key. It might be a present to you, she thought. It was something it wasn't. When we were talking... Well, you were very people, welcome to go and ask her about it. When we're, Gordon, when we were talking to her, did she seem to have any jewelry that looked like a... Fit the description and shape of this? You you barely saw her peeking over the the beam. Luke uh, can. Luke can. Yeah. Did she seem to have anything on her, like jewelry or anything that would match this this uh, shape? Uh, I didn't notice it. No, not that not that I was told. Uh, no, hmm. you didn't really ask for a description of her or anything. That's. Well, she was facing away from me until yeah. she started attacking, and then she was invisible. Yeah. 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 But yeah. you didn't notice anything ob- obvious that stood out. Right, right. I would have noticed obvious stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe she had it tucked in her bodice. <laughs> you're, you're, you're welcome to go check that. <laughs> you might get a beholder fly out of that cleavage. Hmm. Yeah. More of a mind flare. <laughs> um, anybody have any ideas what we should do here? Well, I think... Uh, Hatch, you're the master of, of, of doors. Yeah, just knock it off its hinges. And Hatch, you're you're kind of amazed by these doors because you don't see any seams. Um, Guys, I've never seen anything like this. It almost looks like a wall, just how well built it is. This is almost out of my realm. It's you're almost even, a wall. Yeah, you don't know how it opens. 
There is a line down I've... the middle where the dragons face, but it's more part of the decoration than. I've like, never opened a wall before. No uh, I ask the the door to open. Do you say open sesame? Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Um, it just echoes off the door down the hall. Okay, I tried my best, guys. And I go to the side and I meditate. Read me the inscription one more time. Okay, so it says, The Vault of Dragons to Gold and Truth. Beware to enter with a lion's tooth. No idea. Lie and truth are in this statement. Well, if we want to say goodbye to Hatch, we could let him stick the dragon or the lion's tooth in there. Yeah, sure. What do we got to lose? But a hatch. I'm I'm in excess of thirty feet away from the door. Yes, so much. <laughs> so nice, nice, uh, by himself. No, okay, awesome. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess Hatch will uh, approach the door with his uh, lion's tooth. Okay, you pull the mane off your head, and you just kind of line up the tooth, and it just slides into this hole, kind of with the curve. And uh, you hear... Uh, click and a rumbling as this darkness shoots up the side right in, down the middle of the door and it just grows wider Hatch braces himself. and it starts to the whole ground starts shaking vibrating a bit as these massive doors and you can start to see they're probably about five feet thick and these just start slowly spreading apart and they retreat into the walls on each side wow and there's just darkness beyond can I see anything with my night vision goggles? Uh, yeah. So you see, um, you see. Let me see what you see. Didn't die. Hatch, you you did it. Guys, I, knew I, could do it. I, I did it. You are yeah. the master so, of hatches. You see a vast chamber. Uh, it's you see directly in front of you is an age-worn column. Uh, you look up, and you see about sixty feet overhead looks like crumbling stone bridges. And then guys, the I see a vast chamber directly in front of me. <laughs> and the ceiling rises <laughs> even above those bridges above. And hmm. to the left and right, you see some alcoves as well, with looks like doors. Uh, you wait, see two wait. alcoves to your left and right. On this wide, about a so, foot wide chamber. We came downstairs, and then down this pit, or like we came down into a pit that was forty or fifty feet deep, and now we're entering in a room where uh, the sorry, ceiling. So, so that that hallway you went down, it it. Sorry, I should have said it angled down the hallway. Like oh, traveling, okay, traveling like 100, 150 feet. 
okay. And, okay. And it, and I was just like, it. yeah. So you, I was you like, went, are we in another dimension if we go through this door or what? <laughs> you, you gained uh, extra feet, definitely uh, on the road. Okay, descended more. Um, yeah. So you see, uh, kind of a. It looks like it's you're only on one side of this rect rectangular room, and you see a single column in front of you. You don't know what's beyond that because it just goes into darkness. But on the left and the right, you see kind of metal doors in an alcove on each side to the left and right. And then on the floor in front of you, you see uh, kind of a recessed uh, in a kind of an 8 foot by 12 foot rectangle. It's kind of almost chiseled out of the floor. And there is some symbols. It's directly as you enter the room, you would have to almost step into this uh, rectangular inset. There's some symbols in it, and I'll uh, send you that little symbols. It's a little dark. Sorry, guys, my connection dropped there for a second. I'll resend that a little lighter. Oh, did you hear what I said? I see the symbol. Uh, no, sorry. I think I missed it. Okay, I just dropped the symbol in uh, in Discord. In the general chat, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, in the general chat. Yeah, I was looking in the uh, the water deep one. Oh, okay. Well, I'll put it in the water deep one. Then. Or in this... I'll be, yeah, I'll put it in the water deep one. Maybe that's why um why we this, couldn't see any. This one might look any. a little better because it's a little brighter. Oh, hang on. So that's what you see in the water deep chat. Where are we standing? Uh, just to the south end of that. So this is like an inset recess in the floor. And then you see these kind of almost painted on or you're not sure how they're t they're just these symbols on the floor in this rectangle. Okay, have, have I seen... Sorry. Have I seen anything like this before? Is this like a... No. Uh, magical, or it's just simple. Well, you could roll an intelligence check. Okay. Or a history check. Well, you want history or intelligence? I want history. Okay, history. I got a 12. Yeah, you've never seen anything like this. Are those gray bars also painted or chiseled yeah. in? Okay. They're, they're, they're look like they're painted on. And that black, uh, that black line? Uh, around the edges? Yeah. It just kind of shows the shadow, so it's inset into the... Oh, okay, room. okay, yep. Alright. I just wanted to make sure what was important to remember. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. gone and joined Hatch at the front? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah star so... goes in the hole. Star peg in a star hole. I got yeah. it, guys. I got it. 
Um, so we have an alcove to our left and right now with uh, doors, and metal then doors. The, uh, and then there's a column right in the middle in front of you, and then you can kind of go left or right around the column. And the, is the column north of this pattern, or is yeah, it on the just, south side? It's like maybe a couple feet beyond it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go check the west metal door. Okay, are you walking through the pattern? I'm gonna I'm gonna walk around it like around that bottom so you can, left you can corner. You can hop across the corner of it. Yeah, I'm gonna hop across the corner. Okay. So you come to the left alcove, and there's these two metal doors um, there, and there is uh, like a ring latch or like handle on. Uh, there's two of them. Looks like there's two swing doors. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna open the one on the left. Okay. You open it, and there is a solid stone wall behind it. I'm gonna open the one on the right. <laughs> it's the same. It's they open they both open up. You see a stone wall okay. behind it. Alright guys, looks like uh these doors may or may not be part of the puzzle. I think I'm gonna hopscotch these this pattern. Uh like step on them? Yeah, you know how hopscotch yep. uh, are so two feet, right foot, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you uh, you step on them or you jumping on the patterns and you get to the other end. Nothing. Just the echo of your footsteps. I'm gonna close the right door. Okay, it closes. And I'm gonna go to the east. Uh, the east doors. Is there two more doors on the east alcove? There is. I'm gonna open both of those up. They open. Um, There's a stone wall behind them. Yeah. Try, try your lantern on those doors, Erdan. Oh, yeah. I'm shining a lantern everywhere, anyway. Yeah. And what I should still have do? spell magic. Uh, it has illusions and invisible things. Yeah, so you are you don't see anything different? Right, I have detect magic still up. Creatures and objects are visible as long as they are in the lantern's right. Uh, you have detect magic up? Yeah, remember I cast it on the door outside, but it's it's a aura right. that it's not like a on the door. It's you can Noth- detect nothing. magic up to. Um. Up to ten minutes. Yeah. So, as you walked into the room, your spell just disappeared. It disappears. Yeah, it's gone. Because of the time. Nope. It just—it's like you walked into an area and it just gone. That spell just just this is gone. Gord, if I go north, is there two more alcoves? There is. Uh, can I go to the west alcove and open the left door? What did you do to the first one? The first one on the left? Uh, I opened the left door. Okay. You want and to then open, if I, uh, which one? The left door on the northwest okay. alcove. You see a stone uh, wall behind it. Okay, the and then one. there should be another alcove to the east? There is. 
I'm going to open up the left door on that one as well. Okay. What about the ones to the lower... I opened up both door. I opened up both of those. So imagine those gray bars are the doors in the alcoves. I opened all the gray bars. How about the walkway to build it? Yeah, above you is uh, these columns go up 60 feet and they support crumbling bridges way up there and you can see it goes up into darkness another 20 feet beyond these crumbling bridges above you do the uh, bridges match kind of the pattern on the door here sorry what was that do the bridges match the pattern on the floor no but the doors do The doors match the gray bars. If we can figure out something to do with that star. Can we turn off all our lights? Oh yeah, the uh, the lantern. Is that lit magically or is it actually a flame? It says while lit. While lit, okay. Can yeah, you turn off the lantern for a second? Yeah, I turn the lantern off. Okay, it's like dark, pitch dark. Complete okay. darkness. Okay, nothing happened. Alright, you can turn it back on again. I was wondering if the gold star and then the arrow to the black star meant from brightness to darkness. Okay. Um, I do believe the doors have something to do with the pattern, though. There's no more alcoves to the north, is there, Gordon? Oh, yeah. Sorry. So you, uh, there's a second column right in front uh, in that middle there and you can yeah. go to the left or right of it and it looks like there's alcoves there too no but there's only two there's two sets of alcoves on the east and two sets of alcoves on the west right yeah but you that's can it see you can see going north there's more alcoves oh uh, how many more so right in the middle of this you kind of look forward right in the middle of this room. It's a rectangular room. There's three yeah. columns in the middle. Yeah. And it looks like there is four alcoves on the west and four alcoves on the east. Okay. So this map on the bottom actually mirrors the room where the star, the arrow, and the other black star are the columns. And where the bars are spaced would actually be alcoves. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those bars are the ones that should be open or closed. Um, well, the stars don't actually indicate the alcoves. The gray bars indicate the alcoves. So there's yeah. four alcoves on each side, and so the gray bars, I'm guessing, are either going to be doors open or doors closed. You guys also feel that you're not attuned to your weapons anymore. What about the stone? The stone of lore. The stone of the Kalor is. It's like a dead rock in your hand right now. You feel like you've come into a place where magic is not working. Okay. Um. I open the doors in um 
the first set of alcoves east-west, the second alcove on the east, the third alcove on the west, and the fourth alcove on the east. Okay. You opening those? And then, can I inspect the first column? Sure. I'll do a... Uh, you don't see any difference, or... Nothing seems There's to change. There's no light on the first one. Uh, it just looks like a rock. I mean, it's crumbling in places. What about the second column? by five feet. The second column? So these are about ten feet wide by five feet deep. And, uh... They're a little odd-shaped, odd but, uh, just from crumbling, but... You don't see any writing or anything interesting on them. Okay, but they're... Gotta be something... to do with these three columns. That has to do with the... the map on the bottom here. There's no symbols or anything on the on the columns There's or nothing on the columns. glyphs. Nope. All you see is the doors and that design in the floor. And you have a feeling that all your magical equipment just depowered as you entered into this room. Okay. Um can I reverse the order in which I closed and opened the doors? So I want to open all the doors where there aren't gray bars and close all the doors where there are gray bars. Okay, so as you do that, um, the star um, the star uh, opens up uh, our story starts glowing. One thing I, I... So when you first did the first way you did it? Yeah. So you were in the third alcove to the west. And you opened those doors. And it wasn't... Yeah. There wasn't stone uh, wall behind it. There was oh. not. You look beyond and there is a, a large 10 foot by 10 foot quivering green cube. Just kind of... Oh. <laughs> It looks like it's just sitting there and it it almost becomes awake and you notice that there are things floating inside of it and I'm assuming you closed it yeah okay <laughs> so you did uh, in the order that you shown uh, where the bars were closed doors yeah and, and the uh, the star starts glowing and you feel like you're attuned to your weapons again Okay. Um, so the star starts glowing. And nothing else happens? No. You feel like right, you guys. turned off the, uh, an anti-magic field. Okay. Wait, you did it. I did something. What, what do I feel from the Stone of Lore now that it's charged up again? 
Um, it is within the Vault of Dragons, so uh, it just feels like its mission is complete. Oh, it was just to get me here. Yes. Okay, what about the doors, like the east, the third alcove on the east? Yeah. It's open right now. Yeah, yeah. it's a stone wall behind it. Oh. So when so you open the door on the top, every... the fourth alcove on the on the west, yeah. it opens up into a chamber that's empty. Oh. Okay. Let's go in that one. What's your lineup? I'll go second. I'll go third. <laughs> I'm going first. It's your mission, man. You're going totally. uh, in order? Yeah. Yeah, oh. and um, this this stone is leading me. This I, I know the way, guys. I got this stone. I'm he was also not saying anything to you anymore. Okay, so you go in about 15 feet, and you get around the corner, yeah. and you see the same... As you're just peeking around the corner, you see the same gelatinous-type cube sitting in the corner. The two, the two alcoves lead to the same room? Uh, it looks like it enters into... Yeah, this one kind of goes west and then south, and yes. the other one just goes straight west, and this cube is sitting in a corner. Okay, okay. And there's no other, like, this hallway, like you said, it goes into another room, but it's just yeah, a hallway. Yeah, so there's, there, there's like a, a wall there, too. So you guys are kind of behind a bit of a wall. So it it's not, um, you're not visible, I guess, to it. Right. Okay, so you know that gelatinous cube, or I mean, this, uh, uh, the, it's the same thing that you saw behind the door number three. It's the door number four just goes to the same spot. You just uh, get to go around a corner. Yeah, but now we have. Uh, I think if we opened up door number three, then we wouldn't have magic. Right. What about door number two? Was that just stone? Uh, every other yeah. door besides these two were stone walls behind. Okay. Are there any stairs leading upstairs to those walkways? Uh, you don't see anything from your position. What about your grappling hook? Throw that thing. It's up top. We climb down the rope. Well, I technically have, have another grappling hook. I thought you bought like five of them. No, I just bought the one. The javelins. Hatchbot javelins. Uh-oh. I technically have a grappling hook. Yeah, oh, wait, your staff. Yes, that's why I said I technically have a grappling hook. Yeah, so you can go up to the higher level. Yes. 60 feet? Uh, yep. I thought it only shot 30. Uh, 60 feet with disadvantage. No, th sorry, with your staff? Yep. Has a range of 30 to 60 feet. 30 feet is uh, is normal, and then the, the 60 feet is disadvantage. And that's shooting the grappling hook out. 
Yep. Okay, I thought it was more uh, 30 feet maximum as far as it went. Uh, no. Uh, if the claws and points are out and the staff is thrown or launched like a spear as a ranged attack, it produces... Yeah, oh, you here's can throw launch, it. Sorry. Yeah, if you're going to uh, While the it... staff is in one piece, the user rotates uh, one of the outer wood segments, causing it to launch with a range of 30 slash 60 feet. So it'd be 60 feet at disadvantage. Yeah. You want to give it a try? I guess. I feel like uh, we're actually moving in the right direction, but all right. I'll see what's up top. Roll an attack, I guess. Yep. Oh, I had a nat 20 and a 14. But um, that's a 20... Two. Okay. Yeah, twenty-two. It seems like it lodges in somewhere up there. Okay. And then I'm just gonna retract it. And you're not sure how stable it is. But okay. You That's fine. It. Yeah, I'm a monk. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna retract it. Okay. And elevator myself up basically. Okay. Um you start elevating it up and um, the where you're latched on like stone actually starts falling and crumbling uh. and large pieces of the bridge above start falling down oh uh, you actually lose the grip of the grapple like it crumbles away where it was latched on okay and I need everyone to roll a dexterity check including me this is you you get about twenty feet up when this happens. Okay. So do you take? You don't take damage from twenty feet. No, I take. I'll take no damage from yeah. that. Okay. So you need to make a dexterity. I don't. Damage. I don't take damage until your dexterity possibly over fifty feet. Your your dexterity saving throws at, at disadvantage because you're falling with the stone. Everyone else just normal. Fifteen. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. No. Uh, 11. 11. And Erdan? 19. 19. Uh, so, Brevi, you take 9 points of bludgeoning damage. You land fine, but then this large boulder just hits you on the shoulder and knocks you oh, to man. prone. Okay, so I'm not going to do that again. But that's what the healing potion's for. Yeah, and I'm not doing that again. So drink up. Okay. Downing a healing potion. I could always heal you. Yeah, but that's a spell slot. Which I will get back. Yeah, but not before we fight Jelana's cube. There's only one path here. So, everybody heal up and let's go get it. Looks like oh, yeah. there's some things floating inside of it, too. Um, okay. Well, Hatch is going to take this opportunity to use a uh, potion there to heal up. <laughs> okay. 
Well, why don't we all roll uh, initiative? As this thing starts sliding towards you, feeling what? the vibrations of your feet. Uh, okay. I thought we were in the main chamber. No, you're you went in through the top west door. Yeah, but then if Revy was going up with his grappling hook and we were close enough to all have to make dexterity saving yeah. throws. You're right. Yeah, but then some boulders fell down and it felt some vibrations in the floor. Okay, so it's coming towards us. We're still in the main chamber. Yes. Real slow, though. Okay, how much distance does it have? Like, we don't have hexes or squares. It's coming around the corner. Far away is it, Gord? You you hear some sliding, and then the sliding stops. You hear a gloop. You don't gloop. see it come around the corner. <laughs> okay. So um, we can take our potions, and we can prepare whatever spells or weapons, and sneak attack this thing. If you want, you guys want to roll initiative. Yeah, I rolled a 10. Uh, 16 yep. for Hatch. 23 for Lucan. 13 for Revy. Okay. All right. What'd you guys like to do? Uh, well, I'm not going to go chasing it, but I'm going to pick up a rock. Rock? Yeah. There's, there's you don't some have any rubble. ranged weapons? Yeah, I got ranged weapons. I don't know what the heck's going to happen if I throw a ranged weapon at it. I want to know what happens to anything if it touches it. Alright. Well, I want to... Gonna... You can see after I shoot it. With a magical attack, I want to see what happens when something physical touches it. Alright. I want to hit it with my staff if it's going to dissolve when it touches it. <laughs> Just throw your staff at it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, great idea. I like it. You waste one of your shitty weapons. I'm not <laughs> I'm not touching it if I want if it's going to dissolve, man. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get my longboard. And ready an arrow to shoot at as it comes around the corner. So if I have line of sight, I'll just shoot. And if I can see it from here, or here. if I can't see it, I'll hold the action until it comes around the corner. I'm going to give you guys a screenshot of what it looks like here. So you guys can okay. see I'm gonna, better. Okay. I'm going to distance myself from Lucan. <laughs> Drop it in this Discord. I'm just gonna go one screenshot at a time. There you go. <laughs> so that's kind of what you guys were. Oh, at. she's a big boy. Yeah, she's yeah, like the, ten feet by ten feet. The hallway is a lot shorter than I imagined it. Same. Okay. I'm glad I sent it to you. 
Uh, Alright, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm gonna actually hide behind um, that oblong, weird-shaped column. Okay. Well, I'm standing in the doorway there, right? Yeah. So Revy's now beside you. No, no, I'm, I'm hiding behind the weird-shaped one, not the rectangle one. going to go two, two squares south. Oh, no, you want to go further east? You want to go east? Yeah, I'm going to go a couple squares east. So and that's, then a that's that squares. column. Yeah, I'm going to hide behind the weird-shaped column. Okay. I'm going to stay at the doorway here. Okay. And as, it, as the cube moves up to the V3 space... You comes around that, the corner. You see the edge of it. Yeah. Then I can shoot at it. Okay, you can take a shot at it. Uh, it's not your turn yet, but it is hatches. Oh, no, it is your turn, yeah. So you're I have, like, 23. So the, the, the cube had moved five feet north? Yes. And you see it within range now. Okay. So I'm going to take two shots at it with the longbow. So that is 12 to hit. Uh, that hits. Oh, that's that's upsetting. It just kind of goes shooting into this thing and starts, and this arrow starts suspending in it. Doesn't make it all the way oh. through. So uh, it hits. So it'll it get does to hit. Damage. It goes into it, and it's just kind of suspended inside of it. So no damage. Uh, no. Uh, how much damage? Well, I, I rolled. I rolled nine damage. Nine damage. Uh, yeah. See. Yeah, it takes nine damage. All right. Um, I, sh- I shoot again. Natural twenty. All right. Nice. I'm actually terrified at how easy this thing is to hit. It's a giant wall of gelatin. So yeah, I rolled I rolled double the dice and I got eight damage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you see another arrow just suspended inside of it. Looks like it's starting okay. to dissolve. Is and it starting then... to dissolve? The arrow. And then I'm going to move uh, like six, no, 30 feet back. <laughs> okay. You're kind of 10 feet north of Revy. Sure. All right. Uh, Hatch, you're up. Okay. Time to put those javelins um, to work. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll throw a javelin. I'll, uh, move into, move uh, up. javelin range. You have to move up. And, uh, okay, I'll, uh, I'll move up. Kay. Um, and I'll, uh, attack twice with two javelins. Sure. 
Well, first one's a natural one. <laughs> as you, you have uh, thrown a javelin before. As you reach back to throw <laughs> it, it actually goes flying backwards. Just whizzes Whoop. by Revy's head. Or Lucan's head. <laughs> Sorry, Lucan. And the next worry, one is... Next one's a 14 to hit. That is. Oh, right on. It's going to hit four, uh, six damage. Okay. And, uh, all right. Uh, Revenant, your turn. Revy? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I heard you. You can hear me, right? Yep. Okay. Oh, jeez. Um. Punch it. I'm I'm thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll just uh. How far away am I? No, I'll just move up to the next column and hold my action. Uh, you mean? Oh, okay. So where the doors are attached. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Alright. Uh, like for an attack action or what? Yeah, yeah. What kind of attack? Uh, punching. I'm gonna punch it. Okay. Erdan, you're up. Cast spiritual weapon right in front of it. And attack it with that. And then I'll move back and hide behind the column as well. Uh, the spiritual weapon shows up right in front of it. And uh, 15 plus, so 21 to hit. That hits. And uh, 7 damage. Oh, wait a second. Plus my 11 damage. Okay. What's the radius of that? It's just attacked something five feet within five feet of the spiritual weapon. So the oh, spiritual weapon's right in front of it. Right. Okay. It's force damage. Okay. Uh, next up is the cube. So, Hatch, you never said you were retreating. No, that's very accurate. <laughs> Five. Ten. As this thing starts moving into you, you your arm starts entering into this acidic-type gel. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Oh, I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah, it moves 15 feet. It, it actually was fairly close to you. Like, while well, you moved into range to shoot at it, because it was around a corner... Oh, okay. Uh, you must make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, that's going to be 16. 16. So it kind of comes into you and it tries to, like, these pseudopods try to grab onto you and suck you in, but you're able to resist and you step back five feet. Whoa! <laughs> Bad touch. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but you were like you're like right in front of it like it's five feet away from you no thanks <laughs> uh, and that is uh, its movement so now it is going to do a pseudopod attack on you um That is oh, a nice little two. Uh, oh, that, miss, that misses. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's its turn. And you guys can now see uh, suspended in it is something. Looks like it might be humanoid, and something else looks. You're not sure what it is. It's... Hmm. And then a couple of arrows. Lucan, you're up. Okay, this seemed to be working. I'll take two more shots. I'll uh, take another screenshot here just so you guys can see it. So that's what it looks like now. Okay. Oh, I was moving back. But, but I said I was moving back to the column there where everybody else was. Oh, back here? Well, we can't see where that is. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so right that would there. be <laughs> 5, 10, 15 feet back, right in front of Lucan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll see you right there. Uh, it is Lucan's turn. Okay, so I've, I've already made my rolls. There's two shots. I got like a 26 to hit and an 18 to hit. Um, both hit. Okay, that's nine damage and eight damage. sir yeah now we can hear you. you're cutting out a little bit oh is uh jason you there yeah did you get all my damage yep is that your turn okay then i'm gonna move back well however much further i can move back you can go 15 feet right against the door sure okay hatch you're up you're right beside all right well thing. hatch is just gonna move back about uh, well, we'll say 20 feet or so. Okay, so put you right next beside Erdan. It's going to get an attack of opportunity oh. against you. Okay. Uh, that's a 10. Does not hit. Alright. Oh, hang on. No, I didn't do that right. It's actually a 24 with my new spreadsheet. <laughs> it's an 8. <laughs> okay. It's even worse. Cell damage. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right. you're able to to skip back as it a pseudopod whips out at you, and you manage to avoid it. All right, and I'm gonna throw uh, two more javelins at it. Okay, go for it. Uh, ten to hit. Uh, that hits. Oh wow! Okay, and it'll be four, six damage, and then the second attack is eight, uh, uh, seven to hit. <laughs> Uh, seven hits. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, this thing is pathetic. Oh, that's worse than a freaking zombie. <laughs> and that's going to be for I... ten damage. Ten damage. So six and I'm ten just, damage. I'm just terrified because I guarantee this thing has like 300 hit points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone's going to cast haste on it real soon here. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna, no. It's going to have 50 feet of mer- movement. 30 feet, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You got baking soda? <laughs> Salt. Salt. Nice baking. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's go check something real quick. What did you, what breaks down the um the outer membrane on the cell? Dish soap? Yeah. Bleach. It's funny because uh, yeah, I think it'd be like immune to like piercing damage, but it's not. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I've been giving it oh, the well. damage, and it's not. So I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So that's your turn. Yes. Yeah, that's the one thing with five E. They got rid of a lot of immunity. Yeah. Kind of in a way, it kind of sucks. Revenant, you're up. You are okay. ten feet away uh, from it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna start punching it. Oh, you're gonna be right within range. With okay. my magical fists. Oh yes. Just punching bag it. Yeah. Blorp blorp. Um So that's a thirteen and a seventeen. Both hit to hit. And those do um, eight and six damage, and then it's starting to quiver um, a little bit, like its pieces are sloughing off it. Okay, uh, and then I think I'm going to do an unarmed strike uh, with a. Or like a, I'm gonna do a stunning strike with my unarmed strike. Okay. So. Oh, hit. That is a natural one, but an eight. <laughs> that still hits. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It takes. It miss. Yeah, it takes yeah, I know it takes six damage. Can't miss it. Um, and then it's gotta make a Constitution saving throw of thirteen or be stunned until my next turn. It doesn't matter. As you punch it, it splits apart into different pieces, and this uh, gel-like liquid just kind of sloughs down on the floor. 
Okay, so I'm not going to waste my key point on that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it starts dissolving away. Yeah. Uh, two objects inside the cube just fall to the wet floor around it. Oh. Oh, can uh, I get my javelins out of it? Yeah, you could pick up your weapons. So you get your Set. weapons back. Pick up my arrows? You get your arrows. I actually didn't take any damage since they're nice, nicely coddled in there. And the, and the acid wouldn't really have done anything that quick. So, so acid arrows now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sting you a little bit as you pick them up. They're acid tipped. Uh, there you go. Sure. You put so it in your plus five, plus five for you damage. Put it, you put it in your uh, quiver, and it just, they just eat a hole through the bottom. Yeah, and all your arrows fall out of your quiver, <laughs> but you don't notice until you're in combat. You, you reach back, back, and there's no arrows on. back there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, if you want, sure. Um, the first object is a eerily dark scimitar. It's wet. It's black. It's wet and slimy to the touch, and it smells caustic. Hmm. Monks can use scimitars. Okay. I'd like everyone to roll a history check. Okay. Or an intelligence check. Yeah, history. No, History's... Eight. Seventeen. Ooh, nice. Unusually um, high. Two. Two. Fourteen. Fourteen. Is, are those scissors? Uh, so, Hatch, you've seen a sword like this before. Um, All right. Hyustus was killed by it. A sword similar to this. Guys, that's... That's what killed Hyestus. When you guys were at the City Watch, tied up. Or bolted to the table. <laughs> I don't like that. So what's the body who was holding the sword? So this uh, other object is a highly decomposed body. It looks like it could be a human skeleton. And it has been... Looks like it's been down here for a while. Just been eaten away. Some of the bones have even... Uh, looks like they've dissolved a bit. But mm. the shape looks larger and different than a human for some reason. It's weird. Uh, like you, a polymorph or whatever it you was? You touch the bones and they send it stretch and bend in weird ways. Like a polymorph? It's hard to or whatever the hell he was? Oh, roll, a medicine check. roll a medicine check. Its skull and ribcage and bones have been stripped clean. And even some of the bones appear to be partially absorbed. Can, uh, can, can everybody else do a medicine check as well? Because I'm pretty sure this is a children's toy. <laughs> I just rolled a one. 17. <laughs> oh, Hatch knows all about this. Yeah, right? Uh... It, it's not a human. You can tell that. Um, you, you're not... Even with the 17, you just don't know from your knowledge and history right. what this we, could be. Um, but it is it is weird how it's rubbery and bendy and stretched. And... I, I shove it in yeah. the bag of uh, holding. Oh, really? <laughs> slung over the shoulder of it is a black bag that appears to not be damaged at all. 
Okay, I take the black bag off and I shove the skeleton into the bag of holding. Okay. Um, the black bag, I would like to open that and dump it out. Uh, it seems empty when you open it. Can I dump it out? Turn it inside out? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yep. Okay. Alright, two things fall out. And I will upload them to the thingy. Uh, a metal object about uh, six inches by six inches by a quarter inch. Looks like it's made of metal. And it's got these inlaid designs. So it's like a little tablet? Okay. Yeah. So it's like six inches by six inches by a quarter inch made of metal that you don't right. recognize. Uh, yep. And a letter. Oh. Can I read it? Is it legible? It's in common. I uh, can definitely read that. You want to read it out loud? I'll read it for you. Um, yes, please. Okay. To whomever, whomever finds this letter, I have made a grave mistake, and all of existence could be doomed. Shit. I have allied myself with the master of the world, thinking I would have power as a servant. Alas, he has gone mad and started destroying all his allies from the final war. I'm hoping that someone can find this letter should I perish. In your hands is one of the Mobius plates my master has been collecting. I fear if he gets them all, then even the gods will be in danger behind the veil. I don't know how they work, but I know they are very important to him. I believe he might even fear them. He had two necklaces around his neck with a Mobius plate attached to each. He searches the world for four more. On the night I betrayed him, I walked like a shadow unheard and stole one of his necklaces while he meditated. Unfortunately, a warning glyph woke him up before I could grab the other. His rage towards me was legendary as he rose up. The air around him literally vibrated with arcane power and anger. He cast a powerful spell to banish me from the plane of to the plane of fire. I disappeared to my death, or so we both thought. I had raised my hand holding the Mobius plate in reaction to the spell, as if my hand could protect me from this magic. And yet something caused the powerful spell to be altered. Instead of the plane of fire, I ended up in this dark dungeon. I have no idea where I am. There is a gelatinous cube in this damn forgotten dungeon. It protects the stairwell, which must be the only way out. I believe it waits for me to pass out from exhaustion before leaving its post, so I can, it can consume me. I have been here for many months, and my rations have run out a week ago. I can barely move. My legs have forsaken me. Even writing this letter has taken all my strength. I can hear the wet noises sliding nearer on the stone. Perhaps I will be the last to die in this world. Yours truly, Emic Froon. 
Huh. Wait, what? This podcast was split into two parts. This is the end of part one for the Vault of Dragons. To continue, please go to part two.